you guys to think about this right because that's who was it's starring now why do i keep emphasizing that because the other two people that are left off the credits with amazon are a little guy named ice cube and then this lady actress um you know she's done a couple of things she's she's just trying to make it she's working her best and i think she's she's on her way up if you will jennifer lopez also known as j lo so those are the people that are in the film. It's just interesting. The other, the first three mentioned are that the headliners and yet arguably the biggest stars, especially of today, are Ice Cube and Jennifer Lopez. But that said, hey, it is what it is. So this movie, you know, I mean, listen, I'm gonna have a hard time with this. You're gonna, you're gonna hear me cringe and you're gonna hear me twist and turn and dive and duck and just not know what to say. And and the the reason for that is um it's in the name Anaconda. I hate snakes. And it's a movie about snakes. It's a documentary film crew traveling through the Amazon jungle and they pick up a stranded man and they're unaware of the trouble that will occur. And, you know, they got They're going to try to capture this giant Anaconda or get away from this Anaconda or just try to live at the end of the day. Right. So that, that is the premise of, of the movie, you know, um, Let's go, let's go back to Frank here. You know, so Frank Welker, who Amazon bills him as the number one person for this movie, right? So when you look at Frank Welker, let's, let's look at what he is, what he's known for. And, uh, you know, I mean, listen, he's got, he's got quite a, uh, a resume, if you will. Uh, you know, if we're going back, you've got to go back. And, I mean, this guy's done it. Literally, he's done it all. I mean, this is no joke when I say he's done it all from Transformers, the TV series, he's done Smurfs, he's done Scooby-Doo, he's done Batman, the Dark Knight Returns as uh, the voice of Mayor Stevens. He has done Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Bubble Guppies, Robot Chicken, uh, the Transformers Universe video game as the voice of Megatron, The Simpsons, uh, Scooby-Doo, Curious George, Hulk, and the Agent of Smash, the TV series. You know, uh, he's done, let's see here, you've got Veggie Tales, 
uh, The Adventures of Puss in Boots. Uh, he's done a lot of cartoons, a lot of voice over work. Garfield, uh, the show, the TV series. Uh, Futurama. Lego Scooby-Doo, Blowout Beach Bash. My daughter loves that one. Well done, sir. Be Cool Scooby-Doo, the TV series. He's the voice of Fred Jones. Um, Avengers Assemble, the TV series. He was Odin. Troll Hunters, Tales of Arcadia, the TV series. Guardians of the Galaxy, the TV. A lot of TV stuff. A lot of TV stuff. Curious George, Royal Monkey. Um, Star Wars Resistance, the TV series. Once again, you know, The Rocketeer, uh, short-lived uh, TV short. You know, so he's, I mean, dude, he's done a ton of stuff. And inside of that, you know, obviously, Anaconda. Eric Stoltz, probably known best uh, for us older folks, you know, back in the day. He uh, he was kind of part of that brat pack and that uh, that that heart throb group, if you will. I mean, if you, he's got and he's got a hell of a resume. I mean, Eric Stoltz was he was amazing, right? Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, the Fall Guy TV series. I mean, hang on, Saint Elsewhere TV series. You know, you've got uh, the New York Kid, Sister Sister, Haunted Summer, Say Anything. Come on now. Memphis Belle, great film. Say anything, Memphis Belle. Great, 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 great films. Killing Zoe, fantastic. You know, jumps back in. Pulp Fiction, Frasier the TV series, not really my thing, but that's okay. Kicking and Screaming, Will Ferrell, classic, if you will. Uh, you know, you got Jerry Maguire, Homicide, Life on the Streets, TV series. And then, of course, Anaconda is Dr. Stephen Kale. You know, you move up, Mad About You, great show. Murder of Crows, what, what? That was actually pretty good. I mean, dude, this guy's a rock star. And then, of course, you know, uh, Mr. John Voigt, who is a very unique person with a unique background. And, I mean, shit, I can't go through all these movies. But he has done, let's, let's, let's go, let's, I mean, let's start at the first one that's on IMDb, okay? And that is uh, 1963's TV series, Naked City. What, what? And then let's go to the year of my my birth. The Odessa file is Peter Miller, nineteen seventy four. Um, let's go to the year I graduated, nineteen ninety two. The Last of His Tribe, a TV movie. He was of course on Seinfeld when um, George Costanza bought John Voight's car, or a John Voight uh, car. Mission Impossible, good for you. Uh, let's see, Enemy of the State, uh, you know. He is, I mean, this guy has just done so much stuff. He's absolutely amazing. But then, let's go to our boy, Ice Motherfucking Cube. I mean, Ice Cube is, he's, dude, he's a monster. He is just the best. You you have to understand, I mean, Ice Cube is, has been, you know, music, but you know, I think the freshman, right? The New Jack City, the Boys in the Hood. Boy, and, and just a little background, folks, in case you're wondering. Boys in the Hood did more than just launch careers, did more than just shine a light on what's happening in South Central Los Angeles. I mean, it, it launched an alcohol brand. I don't know if you guys know this. One quick second. I'm going to take a drink of this Miller Light. And by the way, uh, Miller bought this alcohol brand. So hold on. Mm-hmm. So think about this. He does Boys in the Hood. They're supposed to drink Old English. They refuse to. And instead, they drink St. Ives. St. Ives was basically unheard of. In fact, just about to go out of business, right? And then what happens? This movie comes out. St. Ives is in it. And they are just giving these guys as much free booze as they want. And boom, St. Ives, it's like a hockey stick. 
I mean, this is the moment in time when it just just shoots straight up. Because they're like, this is the stuff we could afford. This is what we drank. We never drank Old English. We drank St. Ives. And then St. Ives took off, became an absolute sensation. Um, you know, heat, natural born killers, uh, anaconda, obviously. You know, I got the hookup, Bullworth, gone in 60 seconds. Um, how high? Hilarious. Blade two. Mm, okay. Hot chick. Well, you know, you can't, you can't hit them all. Right. Hollywood homicide, triple X state of the union. I mean, he's done, you know, you keep going grindhouse collection, uh, you know, fame 30 for 30 series, documentary series. Right. Uh, you know, which was amazing. I don't know if you guys saw that 30 for 30 documentary series straight out of LA, but boy, hang on folks, sit down and watch that 21 jump street. Right. He is uh he is a such a talented man. Horrible bosses too. Sex tape twenty two Jump Street. Right along Southpaw. You guys, this this man he is he's an amazing human being. He's done a great great work. He's he's uber uber talented. I mean, don't forget about also Friday, and the next Friday. Right. Don't forget about those as well. So it's just I mean the fact that he's not even on the bill is crazy. And then of course we have J Lo and. Jennifer Lopez is, I mean, she's an, an amazing human being. She's, of, of course, an ob- obviously great dancer. She is, uh, more importantly, a, um, a just a, a great, great talent, if you will. I mean, she's got 112-something acting credits in this, you know? And we're talking Hotel Malibu and Jack and, of course, Anaconda, U-Turn, Out of Sight, The Cell. Boy, if you haven't seen The Cell, folks, Hank, grab onto that. Just take a couple edibles and watch The Cell and go off into Never, Never, Neverland. You're not coming back, all right? I mean, that shit is dark and crazy. Uh, Monster-in-Law, that was actually kind of a cute film. Not knowing that I'd definitely talk over, but still a cute film. Uh, she did, let's see here, let's, let's go, Ice Age, Ice Age, Continental Drift, Ice Age, um, Arctic Games, you know, she is, she's, there's so much talent in this film, it's absolutely insane, the amount of talent in this film, you know, so basically, you've got this documentary crew, and they are going into the darkest of dark, and that is the Amazon, now, I was hearing this, uh, podcast, shout out Sam Tripoli, and Tinfoil Hat, right, they were, uh, you know, God love him. I like Sam. I like his podcast. I think they do uh, an amazing job. Um, I just, I enjoy everything that they do. And they're talking about how little we have discovered, you know, like 80% of the earth is water or something like that. And we've just, you know, we've basically touched 3% of water or discovered or gotten into 3% of water. They had Owen Wilson in this. Man, he's not even, he's not even the top five. Owen Wilson. This guy, I mean, the, the classic nose, the hair comb forward, the voice, he's in a Hawaiian shirt. This is what I'm talking about. Owen Wilson. I forgot he was in this film. I didn't even think about typing his name up, doing his IMDb or anything, because, uh, you know what? It just, it didn't make sense to me, because it, 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 it wasn't on the radar. And there he is, Owen Wilson. And Drillbit Taylor, fantastic fantastic. I love me some Drillbit Taylor. But anyways, the point being is that Sam had this great guest on. The guy was just talking about how, um, you know, we just really haven't explored the ocean or a lack of exploring the ocean. You know, you know, go to space. If you believe we went to the moon or Mars or anything else, good for you. We, I mean, I'm not here to debate that, any of that bullshit, but I'm here to say that in all of that, in our, in our, in our excitement to get off this planet, I don't think we've really embraced what's on this planet. And in not embracing on what's on this planet, you got to think we're probably missing out on something, right? Oh, 
And here we go. Here, here's their first part. And this is where it gets scary, right? So you've got John Voigt. Oh, that's a beer opening up. And he is um, he is uh, stranded. Now jumping onto the boat with Eric Stoltz, Ice Cube, uh, J-Lo, Drillbit Taylor, and everybody else. So this is, I mean, this is this is the hokey pokey, folks. This is what it's all absolutely about. You know, it's typical John Voight, man. I mean, his hair's perfectly slicked back. You know, he's, he's, he's checking stuff out. He's, you know, there ice cubes running around the rain with that very expensive, huge camera. This is, you know, this is old school because the size of the camera is enormous. It's one of those shoulder mounts, right? Without the, when I was, um, I was doing some work in Cabo years ago and we had this crew coming in and they had this gyro stabilizer, but it was a harness suit. It was almost like a, like a steel chest thing, right? As it wrapped around the front and the back and then on the sides. And so the camera person could walk and jog and move around and it would stay level. Right, so it wouldn't look like someone was walking. It was easier to hold the camera level, but in the in the ability to hold the camera level, you know, it was very very heavy. The camera was heavy. Uh, the um, the frame that did everything was 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 very heavy as well. John Voight's just man. He's just hunting fish and cutting them. Drillbit Taylor. He's got his cocktail. J Lo. Just I'll tell you, no offense. I don't mean this in a negative way, but even back when this movie came out, right when this movie came out, Jennifer Lopez still um, she looks the same. All right, and it is a beautiful woman, and arguably, I think you could set them side by side, and you would see that they damn near look identical. So I don't know what her her routine is or what she's got going on, but I will say this: good for her. Uh, I wish I had that. I guess you know, uh, John Voight's got a ponytail. We got to. I mean, he he looks like an old, drunk, thin. Uh, let's go old, drunk, thin. A keto master. You know who I'm talking about? Do you know? Do you know him? To Steven Seagal, maybe that's what he looks like. Yeah, he just you know. But I mean, Steven only wishes he could look that good. Somehow, Steven Seagal got to 400 pounds, and you know, mixes Russian, Southern, Japanese accents depending on who he's pulling over and what's going on. And sometimes he's just gotten a regular American accent. He's he has full size glasses. Uh, arguably, some could say that they are blue blockers. They're huge, but on him. They look like a piece of cloth that just barely covers his eyes. It's 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 pretty pretty hilarious. But you know, and he, and, and I like how they're drinking champagne, folks. Hold on. For those of you that are new, the reality is that when you hear those pauses, that's me drinking. So usually I'm talking with someone. I wait for them to start telling the story, and then I'm just chugging them down. But in this case, I don't have that. So then you got you got to hear those little weird pauses and the slurping sounds. So I apologize. Some of you people love that, right? Like you're watching YouTube videos and someone's like chomp, 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 chomp. Like oh my god, that's amazing. And some of you hear it and you're just like this motherfucker. And that's why I was saying I'm gonna take a drink so you can go, you know, skip ahead ten seconds. And what are you really gonna miss besides me just being an asshole? So we've run down the actors, we've set the scene. Now I want to have some fun, right? I mean, one, they're in the Amazon. They're just in the crazy, fucked up Amazon. And what I mean by that is we don't really know what's in there. We're burning it down like we should know what's in there. Like it's just all useless shit, right? I mean, the idea of how we poison our ocean because it's so big, how we burn down the Amazon, I mean, we don't even know what's in the Pacific Northwest. We have an idea, but we really don't know, right? And we just, because we don't know, we don't care. And we don't care until it's the last minute we figured out that we know. And in knowing and caring when it's too late, it creates a heightened frenzy. 
You know, so when you talk about whether it's global warming or greenhouse gases or just destroying the Amazon, like if we could just get past whether the temperature's hot or cold and instead just maybe think about don't litter, uh, don't litter, maybe just take better care of our air. And it's just like, would you, you know, I wish, here's my note to the climate change people out there. Stop. You need a rebranding, okay? And as a brand and communications expert, I'm going to help you rebrand, all right? And it's very, very simple. <gasps> Get Wim Hof. He's the breathe guy. He's the breathe the air guy. He talks about how good it is to breathe and what it means for you to breathe and how you can actually control and master the functionality of your motherfucker. I just saw a snake. I hate snakes. God damn, this thing is huge. Sorry for the language. I'm just it's it's it's, it's enormous. Uh, it's gonna eat some little thing, which is oh, it's gonna eat a jaguar. A jaguar. The big snake is going to eat a jaguar, which means it is enormous. It just snapped up on it, rolled around it, cracked its neck. That's not actually how they move. They don't move that fast. And that jaguar has got some claws and some teeth, and it should probably have fought back a little bit better. But hey, it is what it is. And that's a fake jaguar now. And uh, an eyeball, it squeezed it so hard an eyeball popped out. But anyways, back to the branding and protecting the earth. So here's what you do. Stop with this global warming greenhouse gases bullshit. In fact, just abandon it all. Burn it to the ground. All right, just walk away. Like, you know what? You guys are right. We're sorry. You guys win. We're good. Then come back with new people. I need new faces, new people. I need new websites, new logos. I need the whole thing redone. And what is it about? Breathing. Fresh air. There's nothing better than fresh air. People go to the mountains for fresh air. People step outside to get out of the office for fresh air. You roll down your window for your car for fresh air. After the rain, the way the air smells before and after rain, fresh air. A nice breeze on a hot day, fresh air. This is your campaign, fresh air. Fresh, clean air. And then it's just cute little things you can do to help make the air fresh and clean and amazing. You want to work with... um. Uh, Demeter Fragrance, you want to you reach out to, to Mark and, and his amazing team. You'll be like, hey, I need a fresh air scent. And I want this organic fresh air scent because I want to remind people what fresh air is like. And then in reminding them what it's like, I want to show them how they can get it. All right, so, uh, and what, what is that? And then you're not worried. Listen, if it's hot, it's cold, then there's none of this bullshit. It's like, well, it's cold in, in, in Cleveland, so therefore global warming is bullshit. Don't worry about that, all right? Worry about fresh air. Worry about seeing the mountains. Fresh, clean, breathable air. That's all it's about. That and nothing else. Start, you guys, you, you, you tried to climb Everest and you didn't even have hiking shoes. And the people that built the fence around Everest, they had guns. And I'm not, and listen, no one's disagreeing that the earth is changing. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying your brand and your communications have 1,000% been wrong. So, the fresh air, man. And then what do you do? What else, what else comes with fresh air? Fresh water. Fresh air, fresh water. Oh, wow. Fresh air, fresh water. Now we got fresh air and we got fresh water. Now, what do fresh air and fresh water have in common? Healthy animals. Fresh air, fresh water, healthy animals. Now I got healthy fish. Now I got clean fish. Now I got edible fish. Once again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going at, I'm not trying, I'm not splintering this up. I'm just like, it's very simple. Just, it's very simple and dedicated. Fresh air, fresh water. Fresh air, fresh water, healthy animals. Healthy animals, healthy people. Healthy animals, healthy people, healthy earth. 
right? What have I done there? Two things that spin off. Two more things. Now we're at four. We don't have to go anywhere else. Now we're good. We don't have to go anywhere else because we're at four and we're good. So, hmm, just my 10 cents for you. I'm going to take a drink. So if you don't like that sound, just click ahead a couple seconds. Eric Stoltz. I think John Voigt and Eric Stoltz are having a hair competition. They're both slicked back. Obviously, Eric Stoltz doesn't have a ponytail, but he's got a nice necklace like John Voigt, and I think he's a little jealous because I think Eric Stoltz at one point probably had a ponytail, and he cut just the back off but left the top long. Still has, um, you know, even in the jungle, right, he's got, uh, he's got gel. He's figured out a way to get gel. Of course, they had champagne. They were having champagne this morning. They've got the... Uh, the the uh, mosquito nets, and they're just, you know, checking things out, having a good time, partying it up. But at the heart of this is the scary part. And at the heart of this movie is, is the thing that bothers me in my heart of hearts. You know, I'm terrified of snakes. I don't know if I've told the story before. Well, I probably have. I'm a little high, by the way. Uh, I had a, um, I'm traveling, so I'm in a place where this is legal. So, you know, not breaking the law just enjoying myself. I'm an adult. These are stoner patch watermelon cannabis infused uh, sweet and sour gummies. And they're 100 milligrams a piece. And I just had one. Um, it says 15 servings per container. But there's only like five of them, I think. And I just had one. So I'm, I'm for sure breaking the per serving dosage. That's for sure. And uh, I might have another one. I don't know. I might have to go to... Listen, I'm in a, I'm in a hotel. And the people I'm sharing a wall with are noisy as fuck. So uh, probably two things are going to happen. One, I'm probably going to pack everything. I'm going to go down to the front desk and be like, hey, I don't want to ruin their party, but I do want to get some sleep. I got no sleep last night. I had this crazy fucking dream. I mean, crazy aggressive dream. It was just insane. Uh, but, um, and it kept me up afterwards. I just, you know, you get those dreams. They're so intense. They're so aggressive. And it's just, I haven't had a nightmare in such a long time. And this was a legit nightmare. Hey, Owen, what, you know how much game you have to have if you're Owen Wilson and you're getting laid in the jungle? There's monkeys, there's snakes, there's bugs you've never seen before, um, there's poisonous mushrooms, there's frogs that, they, you know, you, that they, they fart near you, you die, right? And then, uh, uh-oh, they're running, they're running, something's chasing them, they're running, what could it be? Uh, her shirt's still partially off, and gunshot rang out like a bell. I grabbed my nod, all I heard was, well, that's, that's an insult to Ice Cube to try to quote some vanilla ice during a movie that Ice Cube is in. That's an insult. Ice Cube, I want to personally apologize. That's my bad, son. My bad, son. That's my bad, sir. That's my bad, Ice Cube. I apologize. My bad. Damn it. Horrible. Ugh. Mm-hmm. What did John Voight kill, though? He's dragging a very large, looks like, what did he murder? It's not a snake, I can tell you that much, because the people are too damn close. But the, and, and also, yeah, a wild boar. Shot a wild boar right in the head. Here's the thing. Wild boars are, are very, very fast. I don't think Drillbit, Taylor, and crew are, uh, are going to get after that. So, you know, or get away from that, I should say. But anyways, I'm, I'm terrified of snakes. Let's get, sorry, focus. So I'm terrified of snakes. So um, I probably shared the story, but I'm going to share it again for the, the new listeners and everyone. 
I was a kid and I'm out on the ranch with my grandfather. My grandfather had this big ranch when I was growing up. Uh, my uncle Joe actually lived on the ranch. My grandfather had it. He had, you know, steers and cows and uh, horses and hay. And, you know, one, it was just, it was a different time. You know, the 70s and you're a kid was just a different, different time. Uh, we would uh, be hanging out. And uh, in our time of hanging out, he'd just give me a fishing pole and a, and a lunchbox and a, and a, uh, and a, uh, a, a fish bag. And I would just, you know, I'd have my little, I'd go catch fish all day. That's all I'd do. I'd go catch fish. I'd go fishing all day long. I'd be by myself. I mean, this is, I mean, there's wolves, there's coyotes, there's cougars, uh, there's bears, there's obviously there's deer, right? Uh, and, um, you know, there's me fishing. And then, of course, you know, the other, the other animals we had on the, uh, you know, as a, as a part of uh, what was, um, what was the ranch. So I'm out there. And I'm helping my grandfather. And I usually, you know, I kind of dressed up. I was kind of a weird kid, right? So I had this cool button-down shirt on. And uh, and I had it tucked into my jeans. And I had my cowboy boots on and, and my belt. And my grandfather grabbed a gardener snake. Thought it would be funny. He came up behind me and pulled my uh, neck of my shirt back. And he dropped it in there. And that thing was just zipping around my stomach. Zip, 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 zipping around, and then finally turned the other way, and then came out the opening in between my buttons, and then went down my leg. And from that point on, I've been terrified of snakes. And there's also another reason I'm terrified of snakes, obviously, and it's because their faces. Outside of a cobra, you just look at their face, you're like, I don't know what you're feeling. Are you mad? Are you angry? I think, you know, a rattlesnake can rattle, but now there's this whole weird thing about how rattlesnakes, uh, their, their DNA, there's something about how they're trying not to rattle. So they don't get killed because they're realizing that their warning is actually their warning so that they can get killed by people. And so in getting killed, they're like, oh, I should, probably shouldn't get killed by people. Uh, Eric Stoltz is under the water. The engine, of course, is uh, torn up by, dude, just cut that shit up. There you go, son. Get it done. Get it done, Eric Stoltz. But anyway, so I wanted to, you know, in the history of Amazon, or, oh, hold on, Amazon's got some general trivia. The film makes mention of Ken Daru. A tiny catfish, also known as the vampire fish, which has been attributed with the peculiar behavior of swimming into the human body through the urethra in men, that'd be the hole in your penis, or the vagina in women, where it lodges itself and its spines. This is not as common an occurrence as the film makes it out to be. Only one such incident is known to have happened. So that's interesting. That's fun, right? Yeah, we also got we got Vincent Caliostos. Oh, there we go. We got... Carrie Werher. I don't know what's going on with our boy Eric Stoltz right now. You know, we got Jonathan Hyde. Got all sorts of stuff going. He's freaking out, man. Get him out of the water. Jeez, what is going on? Is Eric Stoltz gonna die already? I don't even know what's I don't even know what's happening. Ice Cube, what are you doing, man? Ice Cube's gonna jump in there and go help his buddy Eric Stoltz. This is crazy. And so is Owen Wilson. Too both too brave for me. I'd be like, well, it looks like Eric's gonna die. Hmm. I can't be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Took a drink. Sorry, I didn't warn you. All right, so I wanted to get into this because I'm terrified of snakes. So, uh, one, if you're wondering or you want some of these other movies that are like Anaconda that really started the 1997 snake drama, you have Anaconda, The Hunt for the Blue Orchid, that's 2004, and you have Anaconda, uh, 2003, Offspring, you have Anaconda, Trail of the Blood, 2009, I know I'm not going in order. Then you've got the Lake Placid series, and then you've got Lake Placid versus Anaconda. I mean, it's 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 kind of like this buddy cop thing of uh, of reptiles. Now I shot out of Google, and I was like, man, what can I look up? So 
Seven shocking snake stories. Oh, and it just opens up with a snake on top of an alligator. It's just, this is just, oh my God. So here's some fun stuff. I'm going to read some stuff here. And this is uh, from Live Science, Seven Shocking Snake Stories. So you can check that out at livescience.com. But let me read some of this stuff to you, right? Number one, snakes have no ears. Most see about as well as Mr. Magoo. They don't have noses, but they can, but they smell, <clears throat> they smell very dapply. The fangs of venomous snakes, which evolved from teeth, are among the most advanced bioweapon systems in the natural world. Great. Uh, there is not a comparable structure as advanced and sophisticated uh, as, for example, a rattlesnake fang and venom gland. And those interesting tales aren't even on the list. Oh, good lord. Here we go. Number one. A snake can eat a longer snake. What the fuck? Okay. I'm, you know, and folks, listen, I am having trouble looking at this screen. I'm having trouble watching this, but I'm, I'm, I'm playing this game. If I go back to Anaconda, I'm just wondering when the snake's going to pop out of the water or, or, or kill something else. I got John Voight with a big knife and his beautiful red shirt and uh, Jennifer Lopez studying maps. And I bet he's going to take that knife and start pointing shit out. Yeah, we're here. We're here. Don't worry about it. Okay. So many snakes in this picture and I hate snakes. So. Uh, in order to solve a long-standing mystery of how a king snake can eat another snake that's longer than itself, Kate Jackson of the University of Toronto, single, oh, I just added that, sorry Kate, I don't know if you're single or not, I, I don't mean to be rude, and colleagues recorded and watched the whole thing unfold. The king walks its jaws over the prey in ratchet fashion and compresses it in its own vertebral column, like an accordion to make the incoming snake go down. So snakes eat snakes. Good to know. Then, when all is said and done, the king snake pukes some back up. Ew. So it's like being a Roman. That's good. Cocktail time. I thought I'd throw up, have a heart attack, or just freak out. I shouldn't have got super high before doing this. God damn it, Jason. Oh, fuck me. God, pour some more beer. Got these tall boys. Just wanted something light, easy to drink because I'm high. And got these wonderful tall boys and a glass of ice. Listen, you're in a hotel, doesn't have a refrigerator. Just go buy some beers from 7 Eleven. Get a plastic cup from downstairs. They have them. Don't worry about it. Just get this. Yeah, plastic cup, please. Just need some cups. You know, get the coffee cups. Just get like 10 extra. Go to the ice machine. It's COVID, so you don't have the ice bucket. Just put your thing under the ice machine. Do, 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 and then it just fills the thing with ice and just pour the beer over. Instantly cold. There you go. The carbonation inside. So the carbonation and then the liquid and the ice and it falls through and it goes back up. It just makes it cold. Trust me. All right. Uh, nice, beautiful picture of a rattlesnake. That's fucked up. Uh, rattlesnakes. Many rattlesnake mothers will eat some of their non-surviving offspring. That's great. Postpartum cannibalism. That's a great band name. Uh, if you only perform, well, that's a dark joke. I'm not going to do that. Postpartum cannibalism. All right. Moms in the study ate about 11% of their eggs and dead offspring. So they just, so they ate the eggs and dead offspring. So it's not just postpartum cannibal. I mean, oh, Jesus, man. Why? A cannibal rattlesnake female can recover <clears throat> lost energy from reproduction. Good for you. Hey, folks. 
Here's a fun fact and something they do not share with us in Anaconda with all the trees and everything going on, right? I mean, uh, you know, in, in, in the Anaconda ah, the forest can be so dark, right? I mean, there's so much growth. Sometimes sunlight doesn't even come through. I don't know if this, I don't know what Owen Wilson's doing. I keep bouncing back between my little, because uh, I, I don't have this on split screen, right? I have it on the same thing, which is, which is interesting, but there's like a beaver dam and they're going to blow it up. So I think this is, you know, this, this is not good. You can see something's going on. There's a there's a there's an ominous face carved in wood, and uh, when you look up above that face, it's actually there's a snake head inside that face. So that's that's nice, and that could have been blocking uh, the super terrible snake. Uh, but folks, so snakes can fly about fifty feet. Um, if paradise tree snakes want to get from one tree to another without climbing down, they fly. They glide, kind of like a flying squirrels. Right? Or spider monkeys, right? They just kind of glide across. They get airborne. They either drop from one branch or actively leap. Could you imagine you're cruising along? All of a sudden you're like, oh, is a branch falling down? Oh, it's a fucking snake and it just lands on you. I just got chills. I got chills and a little bit of throw up. Oh, you know, I thought, I really, really thought that uh, doing the, um, the three uh, human centipede movies uh, was going to be, you know, that, that, that was the grossest. That was the one that made me the most uncomfortable, right? That was the one that was just like, oh, Jay, so disappointed. Oh, fuck. Uh, this movie and pulling up all of this stuff is, uh, I'm not going to lie, it's, 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 it's much worse, right? But let's just, let's keep, oh, fucking pythons. God bless, damn it, you shitheads. Uh, adult pythons can go months without a meal. Oh, good. You're so you know what they do. You know what that's called? Mm -hmm. It's called intermittent fasting. The python has perfected intermittent fasting. Hmm. Good for them. But when they eat, nothing is wasted. These snakes have evolved a system to suck the calcium from their prey skeleton. Oh my! That's an alien. Oh. Yeah, it makes it a more nutritious meal. Like, yeah, chef's making like a bone marrow sauce, and I've got I've got a fucking anaconda going. Hey, if you tried the calcium in uh, in Bob over there, amazing. Oh, yeah, the fine tune. They prolonged fasting. They refeed on large meals and intense digestion for ultimate absorption. Cobras aim for your eyes. Good lord, there's a guy staring right at a cobra. Oh, spitting cobras don't actually spit. Rather, muscle contractions squeeze the cobra's venom gland, forcing venom into a stream out of the snake's fangs up to six feet away. If they hit you in the eyes, the neurotoxin can blind you. And they do indeed aim for the eyes. Scientists discovered in 2005. But wait, there's more terrifying information. The venom is launched not in a stream, but in a spray with a geometric pattern that is quite suited for nailing you in the eyes. Oh, fuck. The world's smallest snake could curl up onto a quarter and probably climb up your asshole. The, oh, I don't know, I'm not pronouncing that. Snakes may be prevented by uh, natural selection from becoming too small because below a certain size, they are nothing more than uh, for their young to eat. Oof. Yeah, we already talked about snakes going months without food. Fuck off. All right, that one's done. Good Lord, let's get back to the movie really quick. Oh, God, and then I've got terrifying true stories of encounters with deadly snakes. Yeah, I, I will say, um, 
this movie is uh, is beautifully shot in the fact that you know they they really did a a great job of building intense um in intense scenarios right and, and with the backdrop of the amazon which we i think we can all art we can all say is beautiful i wouldn't want to be there it's not the same beautiful to me as a, as a beach let's say like i want to take pictures i want to see it from from afar i want to check it out i want to know what's going on but i don't i don't want to go there i have no desire in any way shape or form of uh, of going to the amazon there's no fucking way hell no you know, why would I? There's the snakes, or like I said, there's the weird bugs, and then they've got the frogs. You've got those, those those rare frogs that if you touch them, you die. Or at the very least, they paralyze you. I'm sure there's a bug in there that'll cure cancer. Well, there's, a, there's some movies around. I think uh, Sean Connery or someone was in one of those movies where it was like, yeah, this, the, we found this flower, and then they're burning it down, and it goes back to my original thing of, hey, we're not exploring the, uh, the earth enough. So, uh, folks, here's the other thing that we're gonna you're gonna figure out when I do these solos, right? We're running along. It, it seems like a ramble, a little incoherent, but trust me, there is there's a there's a total flow here. And I've, I haven't done a solo in a minute, actually. Oh, not a minute, a minute. I did one a while, not too far ago. Boy, John Voigt with his big gun looks like a 280, maybe a 30 out six. Good for him. Good choice, sir. Good, good choice. I can't tell if it's bolt action or semi-automatic though. But either way, very good. Once again, want to cut that ponytail. It's like Steven Seagal saw this and said, John Voigt, oh, hold my water while I have these 900,000 Krispy Kreme donuts and then grab some guy by the nostril. I'm sitting down with my oxygen tank because I can't jog so that I can fuck him up. So weird. Drinking. Get ready. Miller Lite, never a bad choice, not going to lie. Not the best beer in the world, obviously not the, not the worst. And uh, Ice Cube, man, he's still going to film this shit. He's not afraid in any way, shape, or form, which is absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Hey, uh, uh, I got a one second, folks. Pardon me, one second. <laughs> I'm back, party people. What's happening? Hey, sorry, there's a little disconnect there, and um, <laughs> I officially became an old man. So obviously, I'm traveling. Good lord, I got the TV on here. Hold on a second. Uh, so what happened was I love Chopped. You guys aren't watching Chopped, man. Chopped is like, especially during COVID nineteen and everything that's going on, man. Chopped is the jam. It's the jam because dude, I'm getting a double chin. I'm getting fat. Good lord, this. You know what? I'm gonna blame the angle of the mirror. I got a bike harder. One of the two. I've been to a thick boy bike clubbing. I love it. But um, anyways, folks, what's going on is, uh, well, um, I'm staying at a hotel. Got into this beautiful hotel, uh, the Sonesta in Irvine. And the people here are great. Uh, obviously, the staff here is awesome. You know, they are, uh, they're very cool. And you see some young kids next to me across the hall and, and sharing a wall. And they're, you know, they're partying. They're having a great time. Nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think I told the front. And I think I told the front desk. I said, "Hey, you guys, just as I'm not trying to ruin their party, I'm not. But I'm gonna do this podcast, and I'm gonna edit, and I gotta go to sleep. And uh, if we're gonna do all that, I can't do it when I'm just. I was talking to you guys, watching this movie, reading stuff, and still hearing them partying in the background. Now, I don't know if you guys heard that, 
that I could. And then I got this OCD and I'm hearing stuff. And you're like, Jason, the podcast is poorly edited as it is. What the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, well, trust me. All right. Just because, I mean, listen, I'm a psychopath. I'm a little bit crazy. And uh, that craziness, you know, sometimes it, it, it shines its free flag. And it, it, it did right there. So anyways, go to the front desk. I tell them, like, don't ruin their party. Just move me. And the gal's like, well, you're going to have to move to a room with a double bed. Two beds instead of one bed. And I was like, two beds instead of one bed? Like, I'm down. Like, let's do this. Let's party. It'll be perfect. I don't care. I don't at all. If I actually, you know, shit my pants in the middle of the night, I get to go to another bed. This is fantastic. I don't have to be embarrassed and call the maid service and say, hey, uh, I pooped my pants. So what are we going to do? No, kidding. I've never pooped my pants. Obviously, I put my pants. I was a baby, but I haven't, I haven't really shit my pants in a long time. I did once. Hold on one second. I'm going to take a drink here. Mm-hmm. There was, um, I want to say I was, let me see here. I was a junior in college at uh, Southern California College, which is now Vanguard University of Southern California. So um, I'm there. I'm on a date with this gal. I do not remember her name. We went to this coffee shop. Uh, so we go to this coffee shop, we're sitting down, and uh, my mom had been telling me about the value of vegetables and how I need to eat better vegetables. You know, and I started eating more uh, broccoli and spinach. And uh, broccoli is the uh, street sweeper of the large intestine, man. It is, it is aggressive. So I already poop like three or four times a day. Not that you need to know that, but, but trust me here. Uh, there's a point to this. So anyways, I'm hanging out. And this is, a, thank goodness, back in the day, I used to wear underwear. And uh, this probably actually got me not wearing underwear. The dude just got whole murdered by our big anaconda. Our hippie dude just got whole killed. So anyways, uh, I, um, you know, I'm hanging out with this girl and I go to use the restroom, I'm taking a piss and I'm like, oh, I feel like I got a fart. And so I rip out a little fart and it is wet snot. It's this clear, snotty, horribly smelling I mean I let I shit my pants folks that's just what it's like going out when a dog uh, when it's anal glands you know leak that's what it kind of felt like to me I know that's not accurate and I'm sure it's oh geez I'd like to see the mouth of that fucking anaconda yeah I know that's not accurate but it's the smell it's horrible so drop trout throw those underwears away at the coffee shop pull my, you know clean my ass I mean I'm, I'm in the sink and I'm, I'm getting paper towels wet and I'm just cleaning out I'm making sure everything's good go back out and I'm like oh dude I might have to fart again if I have to fart again more than likely I am shitting my pants cut my date early obviously cut the date early so nothing happens um, and uh, yeah it was just it was horrible I don't know where we're going with that other than the fact that I'm an old man and um, I had to change movies uh, movies I had to change rooms at this hotel Hotel Sinesta though still great people uh, they were very kind in um, in moving the room and I told him I said don't bust those kids balls too hard seriously they're having a good time I don't know it's summer man I'm working I'm traveling for work doing this podcast and other stuff and uh, they're kids I don't know maybe their parents sent them away they're like go get COVID who knows who cares I wanted to have a good time I really did I thought that would be fun so anyways we're going to go to terrifying true stories of encounters with deadly snakes which, by the way, FYI, I consider Anaconda a documentary and a true story. Not just a film about a documentary crew that runs into a guy that's hunting the largest snake in the world. I believe it's a true story. And why do I believe it's a true story? 
because Florida exists. And if Florida exists and the people in Florida own snakes, then there's a possibility in that world where they own snakes and they're flushing meth down the toilets and gators are getting addicted to meth. And if gators gonna get addicted to meth and there's anacondas the size of the anaconda in the movie Anaconda. Hmm, that made sense, right? Hold on, I take a drink here. Mm-hmm. All right, kids, let's get through this here. You guys are on your hanging with me. I appreciate that. We had to do a long pause that you didn't even know happened so I could change rooms. I had to pack all my stuff up quickly. 99% sure I forgot something up in that room. Headless chickens. Okay. What should you do if you encounter a rattlesnake in your backyard? Well, you can keep your distance and hope it goes on to live a life of peace and harmony and never bites you or your children, or you can decapitate it with a shovel. Jeez. So, um, according to CNN, this guy decapitated a snake and then enacted, and in the, you know, the decapitated snake got revenge and bit him when he tried to pick it up. So, here's the thing a headless snake is not the same as getting bit by a whole snake. A headless snake doesn't have all of its faculties intact. So, while a head that is attached to its body may be able to regulate its venom delivery, a headless snake just lets loose whatever it has because, well, that's just what it's doing, right? Suffice to say, um, the guy needed 26 doses of anti-venom. 26 doses. Because the snake was, it was headless. You know, so this idiot just, he, he chopped off the head of the snake and he went to grab the, the, he's like, look, I got the head of the snake and it bit him. So all the venom and all the glands just whole dumped. You got to think about it this way. When someone dies, right, what's the first thing you think of? You're probably like, oh my gosh, I can't believe someone lost their life. You know what I think of? I think of someone pooping their pants. I think that their their whole like lower GI and their O-rings, their butthole just lets loose. It's like, oh, I'm done. And when it goes, oh, I'm done, you just poop your pants, right? And uh, that's like pooping your pants for a snake. It just bites onto something. It's like, you kill me, I'm really going to try to kill you. All right, a lovely evening, a moonlit walk, and three black mambas. Now, black mamba, you're thinking, Jason, how dare you disrespect Kobe Bryant? And that is quite an insight for you folks that know who Kobe Bryant is and know that his nickname was Black Mamba and know that I love basketball. So, good on all accounts. However, we're talking about snakes. The movie Anaconda and black mambas are terrifying because they run at like, I don't know, like 35 miles. Okay, let's see here. Before I start making something up, all right, mamas can grow to 14 feet long. So that is, you know, that's a long ways. People can't jump that high. I mean, I get, people can jump that high, maybe. I don't know, do people jump 14 feet? How high is the, the backboard on a, on, a, on, a, uh, on a hoop? The hoop's 10 feet. That's not four feet. That's it, two feet, three feet. I don't know, a lot of people can jump 14 feet. That's a long ways, but 14 feet, and they can go, uh, 12.5 to 13 miles an hour uh, and their venom can kill you in 20 minutes so let's see here really quick so they can run 12.5 how how fast can the average human run let's find out so the average person can run well this is a big thing it's a big breakdown, right? Um, how fast can the average human run? Here we go. The average human can run 8.3 miles per hour. So the average Joe Schmo, 
can run 8.3 miles an hour, which means Burt Kreischer can run about six miles an hour, right? So that, that there's your reference points. Now let's get back to this. These motherfuckers are 14 feet long and run 12.5 miles an hour. So think about how far your steps are. Your steps are what? Five feet, maybe five feet if you're really running and you're really taking like full extensions, but more than likely you're kind of taking those, you don't know how to run, you're a shitty runner. So it's like three feet, little steps, and you're just, <laughs> this thing's 14 feet long and almost going 13 miles an hour. And you are running 8.3 miles an hour average and you're taking tiny steps. So you've got to think about distance, speed, gain, you're fucked. And you're gonna die in 20 minutes. And with your heart rate going and everything else, oh my goodness. So, on an average, uh, one evening in Kenya, right? Uh, this uh, person was walking home and a six foot five black mamba coiled around her ankles and bit her three times. So that was awful. But then two other black mambas were like, hey, What's up? We can't let another black mamba have all the fun, and they slithered towards her, but were taken out by a guy with a machete before they could join the ankle-biting party. She was given antivenom and survived, but thousands of people in Sahara Africa aren't that lucky. See, I'm not going to Sahara Africa now. You're just walking along, and those black mambas like, hey, you know what? I've got an idea. Fuck you. That's the idea. That's the thing. It's fuck you. It's like I'm gonna bite your ankle not once. I'm not. I'm not the rattlesnake that got its head cut off. I'm just. I'm cruising along. I'm like, you know what? I'm just better than you. Kaka. Oh, nasty motherfuckers. So they're saying like, I mean, an estimated thirty thousand people die. Thirty thousand people die there from their snake bites every year. Pause. Thirty thousand people die. Could you imagine if black mamas got loose in the U.S.? I mean. I am not making light of COVID in any way, shape, or form, but if we had like 100,000 black mamas running through the streets or anywhere, right, and they're hiding in pipes and in bushes, that's the reason for a quarantine or a lockdown. I wonder what kills them. I wonder what kills them. Do you think, uh, what are the things in um, in uh, Hawaii that, that, you know, are there to make sure that there's no snakes, the, 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 the mammal there, the, the weasels? I think weasels could kill a black mamba. I mean, I know honey badgers probably can, but then do we want honey badgers running around? Do you want to die from venom? Or do you want to get mauled by a pack of honey badgers? Good Lord. It's just, you know what? The world is not kind. It's just not. It's a dark, dark place. Folks, we are so lucky. And at the same time, we're so fragile. And the thin panes of glass and curtains and wood are protecting us from the black mamba, which can crawl in through pipes and through grates and then you've got octopuses in the sea that can just change their sh I mean, it's it's a science fiction movie that's real think about this for a second we're gonna get back to this next story but i just want you to pause and then i want you to really think about this for a hot minute mm -hmm. and drink a little bit more because i'm just nervous from the snakes okay so we watch science fiction movies we see dinosaurs we see all this crazy stuff right we got black mambas and you got rhinos and you got giraffes You've got lions, you've got pumas, you've got wolf packs running through Detroit and through Russia. You guys, it's a horror movie, okay? First of all, break down the giraffe. I've got like a 20 foot long, not 20, 10 foot long neck. I have a pattern of a cheetah. I've got super long legs. I think the knees bend the opposite way. It's just, they're, they're fucked up and weird, right? If you explained one, or just wrote one down in a story and no one ever seen one, they would think you were making some shit up. 
and there's nothing wrong with that rhino. You're like, so imagine a unicorn. And they're like, obviously, unicorns are real. You're like, yes, but imagine a unicorn with like kind of like armor plating, but it's fat, but it's metal gray. And it's got this huge horn, not this pretty pointy horn. It's got this thick, fuck you horn. And you're like, that is crazy. That doesn't exist. Well, now, right, you're like, hey, unicorns. We're like, unicorns never existed. Look at the rhino. Look at the giraffe. Look at the black mamba that goes 14 feet long and almost 13 miles an hour. Think, wrap your head around that. Just put it in a bow and wrap it up and think about it for a hot second because it's, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So in that world and in all those things, folks, you really, you got, you kind of got to, you got to think about that and be like, oh shit, like this is just nuts. And it is. And then, you know, now snakes are getting bigger and bigger. And like I said, alligators are on meth. So, um, I mean, if you think, once again, I'm not minimizing COVID. This is a comedy podcast, but if you think COVID's bad, have, you know, um, 10,000 meth alligators, 10,000 alligators on meth, have them running around in Florida. Now, there's a reason to shut Florida down. Not there's not a reason to shut it down now. I would argue that you know communication could be better. I would ar- argue that maybe um, the immune compromised are supported. But I think it'd be better to uh, keep the economy open. Track with me here. Keep everything open. Keep doing everything we're doing. However, you wear masks and uh, temperature guns. So full. You want that? You want your you want your restaurant bar jamming and packed? Great. I'm gonna make two things happen. One, masks. Two, temperature gun. So your bouncer is gonna check IDs and blast you with a temperature gun. Come on in, come on in. Sorry, hey man, you're reading this. And you gotta have two bouncers because someone's gonna get angry, right? So boom, boom, boom. You got all that. There you go. The immune compromise. Now instead of three trillion bailing out people, bailing out banks, bailing out industries, now you're gonna take a lot less than that and you're gonna take the immune compromised and you're going to create, you're basically going to go to Marriott and all these other hotels. You go, we're going to work on a, on a vaccine. We're going to do all these great things. We're also going to house these people. So I'm going to rent top dollar. What is your premium rate? Your low rate on booking.com is 104. Your premium rate is 198. I'm going to give you 250 bucks for every room. And we're going to do $100 a day in food awesome right they get food they get any of them what about the employees I mean listen there's obviously it's not perfect but I think it's economically better and safety wise better just you could have robots there you go we have robots we have robots delivering the food we have everyone making it right we have robots delivering the food what do you think about that hmm? robots hmm. and then we work on a, a vaccine got more time we make it work and what do you know we're all taken care of and then people get over it and then you know the ERs and you're at hospitals and you do the hospital you do the uh, hotels closer to hospitals in case something bad happens and uh, you take the conventionaries these hospitals and you turn them into kind of hospital waiting rooms you put doctors and nurses in there folks the fact that I'm not running this country and your president is mind-boggling um, I mean, it really is, you think about it, it's like me, president, right, talking during movies, president of the United States. Uh, my vice president is going to be uh, Jocko, and my chief of staff is going to be The Rock. You put us in there, we're solving problems, 
we're getting stuff done and you're feeling better about life you're really you're feeling protected you're feeling better let's get back to this i'd like that i'd do a podcast it'd be so much fun okay 10 foot vermes pythons do not make great late night companions no shit so this guy's got a 10 foot beam python and basically it got out the 29 year old biology student um though no one knows why uh, he had one and it coiled around him and uh, was trying to swallow his head they beat the snake until it released him but it was too late oh good lord hey fyi in case you're wondering if you're one of those people like me that grabs the ipad and takes a deucer and you're sitting down you're like, you know what i'd like to do i'd like to deuce one out I'm going to deuce one out of the yield iPad. I'm going to sit there. I'm gonna, that's kind of my escape, right? You want to get away from the wife and the kids and just everything. What do you do? You sit down. You go to Poop Town. Get your game. Maybe you're looking at the internet. Maybe you're on the Instagram. Whatever it is, right? You're, you're in Poop Town. And in Poop Town, you're hanging out. But here's what no one tells you about Poop Town. Uh, whether you have a bidet or you're wiping yourself, it just doesn't matter. Uh, the reality is is that snakes can come up through toilets so um, hey you know, the only person safe I'm going to bring him up again is Burt Kreischer he has such gnarly poops he's made people throw up next to him this is part of his comedy bits he's talked about it quite a bit on Rogan on Two Bears One Cave and everything right so you're looking at that so um, you got to think about this this is technically an encounter with a deadly snake but that doesn't make the story less horrific so it's not a deadly snake right it's um Compared to the black mamba, the bite of a python is terrible. Pythons don't have venom, so a python bite hurts, and it scares the heck out of you. But it's not going to kill you. Knowing that, if you had the option of being bit by a rattlesnake on the leg, or a python on your asshole, or your balls, or your pee-pee, what'd you do? So according to CNN, um, you know, a man, uh, a python came out of this guy's toilet in Thailand. And he was bitten. He lost so much blood that he had to be transferred to a local hospital. One of the rescue workers who responded to the scene said in a rather shockingly and flippant way that snakes come out of toilets all the time in Thailand. But, you know, it's usually not such a big deal because they mostly would, you know, bite at legs or butts, not the dick. Yeah. Most restaurants that serve rattlesnake make sure it's dead first. Okay. Let's pause real quick because it's. Uh, I saw the face of a rattlesnake and it's just disturbing. Let's go back to this again. Most restaurants that serve rattlesnake. Okay, we're there. Okay, so you're at the restaurant, which means that there's was a snake there. I'm hoping it was like fresh from the freezer. Maybe they got a cage of them, but if they do, that means they could get out. Whoa, oh God. You just don't eat at a place that serves snake. This is number one. Okay. Most restaurants that serve rattlesnake, make sure it's set first. Most, make sure it's set first. So key is most, then we go make sure, and then dead first. Most, which means that, you know, some asshole didn't. So according to CBS, um, Rachel Merrick was having a meal at the Longhorn Steakhouse in St. Fredericksburg, Virginia. Good job, Virginia. This is where also FYI, Virginia, that whole Appalachian area, they have the um, they have the snake uh, dancers, charmers, you know, boogie boogie people. They're in the church, they're praising God, they're they're banging the drums, and they're 
you know, but they've all, they're all handling venomous snakes, and they've got vipers and rattlesnakes, and uh, I mean, my skin's crawling, my spine feels weird. They've got all of them, right? All of them. They're all there. So all those people there, all that craziness, all that chaos, they're there, and uh, you know what? They're dancing with them. If you get bit, you know, God's going to save you. So that's that area, right? So she thought it, uh, snake orange, uh, she felt the sensation on her foot. She thought it was a bee because no one thinks, oh my goodness, but it was a snake. While they're sitting in the steakhouse, but as she turned, it was an eight-inch copperhead, and it bit her three times. So copperheads are nasty motherfuckers. You don't want to mess around a copperhead. I mean, rattlesnake's about, you know, you got the mountain, you got the copper, you got, oh, it's just awful. So Mirka's taken to a nearby hospital where she received antivenom. You have to assume it's hard for her to go back to the Longhorn Steakhouse. Hey, Longhorn Steakhouse, stop serving fucking rattlesnakes. Uh, without wearing heavy leather boots. Oof. It seems the logical course of action. Okay, so let's go here. Yep. So, yeah, she um, she didn't wear uh, combat boots and, uh, you know, got bit. Stop going to fucking places that serve snake, morons. What's that next to my juice box? Okay, so hold on. Gotta take a drink again. This is just so. I'm, you guys, I wish you could see this comfort. I hope you feel it. I hope you hear it in my voice. This is just, ah, uh, it's true. It's just, I got a whole, listen, I've got um, more horrifying stories, and we still have the movie that's playing in the background that I'm barely watching because I can't do both. I have to switch screens. And the reason I have to switch screens because I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm so terrified of snakes. It's just, this is so, I'm just looking at this, oh, it's just mind-numbing. Oh, my God. Hold on, I have to get to close my eyes to get a drink. I'm going to have to look back here. Where is that? Hold on one second, folks. We're going to do this. we got to do it right. All right, listen, I am obviously easily distracted and super high. I'm grabbing another one. I'm gonna go in for one more edible here. Let's see here. What do we got here? How many more do we have here? We got, well, I got a couple left. Oh, dude, we're good. One, two, three, four, five. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh go. Oh my god. Okay. Let's dance, kids. Another edible. Snakes. I'm sure my dreams are gonna be fantastic. So the world's deadliest snakes. Hmm. <laughs> So Australia, obviously, <coughs> you know, has uh, tape hands, which are the most... Sorry, I'm chewing in the microphone. Apologize, but I'm trying to get through this with you. And you're like, why'd you do this movie? Why'd you do this comedy, bro? Because I'm a moron. And I like, I think you guys might be generally entertained by the fact of how... Uh, <coughs> how uh, horrible I am at handling this stuff. Maybe you're not. I don't know. Email me. Talking during movies podcast at gmail.com. We got a guest next week. We got a couple guests next week. It's me surprised. Alright, so. Okay, so. The Taipans, the most venomous land snakes in the world. Yellow bellied sea snakes, mainland tiger snakes, baked sea snakes, and Sydney funnel web spiders. I mean, these are just Australians make rattlesnakes seem like mosquito bites. Okay? So, anyways, snakes in Australia are so common that people can't get away with uh, just checking under the restaurant tables and making sure all just start killing fucking snakes what's wrong with these people they clear toilets an Australian man was packing his child's lunch in 2018 when he found a hatchling eastern brown snake curled up inside it ah but that's just a baby right 
Yes, it's a baby, but baby brown snakes are just as dangerous as adults, except smaller. My stomach is turning. <sighs> okay. And, uh, yeah. Which means they can pretty much as easily get into your juice box, your shoe, or a pair of your pants you left lying on the bathroom floor. Jesus, man. If you're going to harvest a palm oil in the jungle, bring a friend with a real big machete. According to CBS, a 25-year-old Indonesian man identified as Akbar went missing without harvesting palm oil. Okay. Why? They cut the snit. Oh, well, here we go. After searching for a while, the locals discovered a 23-foot-long reticulated python that was, and now we're in quotes, bloated and moving awkwardly. Yeah. Okay, so a 23-foot-long snake. So that's two basketball hoops and then three more feet. A 23-foot-long snake had a 25-year-old Indonesian man named Akbar inside of it. They found the snake um, and they caught it and they cut it open to find the missing man. So, <clears throat> damn it, even your kids' toys aren't safe. According to Australia 360 and Abilene, Texas, oh, Austin 360, Australia, Austin 360, Austin, these are my people right here, fuck. Abilene, Texas, toddler was playing in his backyard when he started to cry. His mom saw blood on his hand and identified the marks as a snake bite. Then she saw the snake. It was a juvenile rattlesnake that had been hiding near the boy's toys and slide. You may have heard that baby snakes are more deadly than adults, but that's kind of a myth. Okay, still, a kid got fucking bit. You really need to be told not to take selfies with rattlesnakes? Do you really need to be told? Well, according to the Huffington Post in Lake Elsinore, California, fuck, man, you know, I live in Austin. I've got a kid. And I'm in California, 30 minutes away from Lake Elsinore. 36-year-old man was found. And I found a rattlesnake. Can't wait for it. He put the snake around his neck, you dumb motherfucker. Oh, God. I'm so... First of all, I can't... I don't even know what a snake feels like. Well, I do know what a snake feels like. Wrap around. Oh, okay. And he tried to rearrange it into a cooler pose so he could take a second selfie. And it bit him on the thumb. Because rattlesnakes don't do duck lips or Instagram, and they're venomous, and they bite when they feel threatened. In this case, you know what? Mm -hmm. Rattlesnake selfies are evidently a thing. And earlier that year, a California man tried to take a selfie with a rattlesnake and ended up with a $153,000 hospital bill. More than 83,000 of that bill was for anti-venom because he needed pretty much all of it from two fucking hospitals. If venomous snakes haunt your dreams, don't read this. Well, here we go, folks. Let's read it. This is, once again, Grunge. Grunge.com, terrifying true stories of encounters with deadly snakes. Okay, for the Washington Post, let's see here. Uh, in Silver Springs, Maryland, 2017, a 24-year-old Christy Kelly was awoken by a sudden horrible pain in her hand. She jumped up to night and discovered that there was an adult copper oh, rattlesnake in her bed. Motherfucker. So 
So before you start wondering if snakes now have teleportation powers, Kelly lived in a finished basement of a home that had recently undergone construction. Kelly received four vials of anti-venom and did quite a few surgeries, and she finally got back home, and she's not dead. So good, bad, or indifferent that she's not dead. Oh, let's click back over to the movie now and see where we're at. We've got Jennifer Lopez and Ice Cube. Uh, they are in the water trying to figure out what's going on, and John Voight has somehow, has, well, we all, he got tied up, obviously, this is a prick, and now he's untying himself. Uh, I, I can't, oh, dude, the, the marsh is moving. He's like, go, motherfuckers, go. The marsh is moving because there's a huge snake on the way, and it's kind of, you know, just going like a, um, uh, it's just, come on, come on, it's got a wake. It's so damn big, it's got a wake, folks. Get J-Lo at first. Look at this. Even Ice Cube. You know what? When, with, with the threat of, of death, he's still a gentleman. How's he not pick number one? Huh? Come on, man. John Voight was not a gentleman. He was a prick. And the other guys, you stop your nonsense. Mm-hmm. Oh, where this guy's going to go? It's a huge, enormous anaconda. Do you not have a gun to shoot it? Shoot that motherfucker. It's going to climb up that waterfall. Hey, what did we learn from TLC? Don't go chasing waterfalls. And this motherfucker is chasing a waterfall. John Voight, get your gun. Uh-oh. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. What's going on? Damn it. Can we shoot? Is he doesn't want her to shoot the fucking snake? Come on now. Here's where we find out. Here's the best part. Oh, J-Lo. Thrown to the ground. Gun. Boom. Ice Cube. Fuck that old man up. Fuck that old. He's going to throw a chair at her. This guy, he stabbed Ice Cube. Damn it. I mean, John Voight's got the best crazy face in the game. Let's be honest here. He's got the best crazy face. This snake is up in the waterfall. This guy's hiding in a cave behind it. It just found him, and it is nasty as hell. And he's trying to jump down, and as he's jumping down, this snake literally catches him, bites him, curls him up, breaks him in half, and is just like, yeah, bitch. But he's so heavy, the snake's so heavy, it broke a tree. Now that tree's going to come down and fuck it all up. Now everyone's dead. I don't know how you get out of the Amazon without a tree. Eric Stoltz is in there. He's he's fucked up. He doesn't know what's going on. Eric Stoltz is high as a kite because he's on medication. And he's got some poison in him. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the biting power of a 23-foot-long snake? Good Lord. All right, so um, cbsnews.com. Insane snake attacks. Warning graphic images. Motherfucker. Okay, let's just do this. A python bites a... Oh, wait, we already we went through... See, some of these are going to be repeats now. At some point, right? Like, this is just old news. This makes me feel safe. I like the repeats because that means there's not as many crazy snake attacks as I think there are. And even though I just moved into a new hotel room uh, and I'm super high now, so I'm going to check underneath the beds, obviously, uh, before um, I go to bed. I should probably check right now. I should probably pause all of this and check right now. But let's just let's get the uncomfort. Uh, this snake was released back into the wild. The emergency workers dismantled a uh, toilet to remove a python. 
uh, after the man freed himself from the snake's bite, and uh, it was put back in the wild. Fuck you, make a belt. You know, in Thailand, they do cobra uh, vodka, and it's not what it seems. So they've got a, a big above-ground pool, like a huge above-ground pool, and it's filled with just floating with dead snakes and vodka. And then what they do is they take the cobra and they shove it into this bottle, and then they fill it with vodka, and then they sell it to you. And they offered it to me, and I said, no, thank you. Brisbane, Australia. So here's what we find out. And I've been to Thailand, and I didn't know about how crazy the snakes were there. They came out of toilets. If I'd have known that, uh, it may not have gone. But I've been there, I didn't see one snake. So I got that going for me. Uh, Australia, I'd love to go, but every time I hear about snakes and, and craziness, uh, it's uh, the, the 10 most deadly snakes in the world, Australia. And then number uh, 11 is in Africa, the Black Mamba. So a python of Brisbane, Australia, swallowed a house cat whole. Okay, that's fine. And, uh, you know, um, Snake Out Brisbane is a professional snake service, and they went out and they got it. That's just dumb. Okay, I don't care about that. Diamond pythons are often found in Australia. They can grow 13 feet in length, and they've been known to swallow mm, small dogs. That's fucked up. Burmese python. In 2008, a 10-foot-long Burmese python crushed a zoo keeper crushed a zookeeper you nasty motherfucker oh hell no in 2017 in south florida see florida talked about this a couple times folks flow right um 25 top snake hunters to capture and kill a burmese pythons an invasive species they did 100 snakes in six weeks pictured they nabbed a 15 footer that weighed 144 pounds you would try to run that over with your car, and it would wrap around your car, break inside, and eat your dick. Fuck this noise. Uh, where is this at? First of all, Virginia. These are these are where the snake handlers are, little assholes. Uh, this, you know, Rachel bitten three times. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the end of the Longhorn Steakhouse. There it is. That's the gal. Jeez. Oh, 20, a Burmese python, 23 feet. They can reach. So a Burmese python. 23 feet, 200 pounds. They have sharp teeth, and they wrap around the body and suffocate the prey. Bunch of dicks. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's the Black Mamba story, and they got the gal who shows it. Of course, Black Mambas are considered the... Oh, no. See, I was wrong. Black Mambas are now considered the world's deadliest snakes because they're lethal, venomous, and fast. So, I think the most venomous snakes... Uh, are in Australia the lethalist snake is the black mamba the nasty motherfucker the bites you know leave you dizzy and they kill you in 20 minutes we already know that from other stories a python coils around a Zambian man in his truck oh my gosh he scooped up a python he didn't know it was there obviously it coiled itself around him in the car of his truck he fought off the python by biting it but took more than a month to recover from the injuries because it bit him and they're nasty oh shit I wish you guys you guys got to look this up and see these pictures man a 16 foot long anaconda wrapped itself around an 8 year old boy in Brazil I've been to Brazil didn't see any snakes again I was on the beach uh, I'm sure that they you know come down from the beach and do all their nasty shit as well but I don't know man. Just, listen this is just gnarly 
Oh my goodness, where are we at in the movie here? I gotta take a pause from these snake stories. We got, so far, you know what? I got Ice Cube, I got J-Lo, uh, they're on land, and uh, Ice Cube's got John Voight's gun. I like where this is going, because I think those two should be married and be making great music. Just my 10 cents. J-Lo, it's not that um, A-Rod's not great, and I'm sure Ice Cube's got a beautiful wife and kid. Uh-oh. J-Lo's finding some snake skins, and they're huge, and she's wondering, would this be appropriate for the Super Bowl? Eh, eh, probably not. We're going to skip out on this. We're going to go to, let me jump over here to um, listverse.com, and 10 horrifying stories of people killed by snakes, right? Oh, and here are my people, man. In the Bible, snakes represent the devil. Pentecostal Church in Jensen, Kentucky. They handle rattlesnakes as part of the performance. And uh, homeboy got bit and he died. Yeah, son, he fucking died. Hold on one second, folks. Something just popped up. I will be right back. Bang, bang, we're back. Listen, folks, we're getting we're getting close to some magic here, right? One, snake's on fire. Dude, this big snake is just cruising through this uh, industrial place, right? Jennifer Lopez, she's scared. She's running through. This huge snake is just banging through shit. She's like, oh, shit, there's my buddy. I don't know how she can get up. Get it. Come on, Ice Cube. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, ass gonna get bit if you don't. Oh, no. Pickaxe in the butt. Here we go. Mm-hmm. This is where we go all seven shades of snake barbecue. Snake bar B Q. J Lo's gotta get out of there though, man. She's gotta get out of there. He's trying to help her, she's gotta get out of there. Come on, man, you gotta climb better than that. Come on, J Lo. Damn, I tell you. Come on, Ice Cube. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Light it. Let it go. Come on, man. Why you gotta let a fuse do it? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Um, what's gonna happen now? Oh, 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 oh. He got it. He tied it up. It's stuck to the wall. J-Lo, how can you not get out of this? How did they not test this first? This is like the most ill-conceived plan because he's like, get out. She's like, shit, I'm trying. This, mother, this thing's so strong. But J-Lo's stronger, right? You think that little gate's gonna stop? You think that look, look at this, it just broke through everything. She's it's on fire, she's going down the side. Oh shit, man. J Lo, you gotta jump. Come on, J Lo, you gotta jump. You gotta go for the water. J Lo, you gotta jump. The snake is on fire, the chimney just exploded. She falls. Oh, thank God, right into the water. But now this chimney's exploding. I don't know where that shrapnel's gonna go. I don't know what's gonna happen. She's deep underwater. But we still have this enormous python. We got an explosion. We have fire. We're in the Amazon. It's falling in the water where she just was. And what flies out? That damn thing is still alive and on fire. This is like, I mean, this is, listen, snakes don't burn like that. Who this gentleman did uh, protesting the Vietnam War, right? Just lit himself on fire and sat there. No, no, they're angry as hell. And this motherfucker's in the water. So the snake's in the water. He's on fire, and J-Lo's having a hell of a time getting out of the water. Come on, Ice Cube, you gotta help her out. She's gonna get, you just have to get nipped by something that big, and you're dead. That's all I'm saying. And look at, he's just like slowly cooking. He's like, I'm going underwater. You have to wonder with all the algae and all the other shit in there. Burned his eyes, they don't have ears. 
They got tons of teeth. He's just biting shit randomly wherever he can, I guess, right? Ice Cube's all fucked up. His shirt's all ripped up. J-Lo still looking perfect. Goodness gracious. I mean, I like Ice Cube. He's, wearing, he's still rocking chucks. He's rocking chucks in the jungle. That's what I'm talking about. You're going to slip and slide all over that muddy, muddy earth. But he's rocking chucks in the jungle. Good for you, Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Just when they thought they were Snape, that Snoky motherfucker just popped out and Ice Cube comes out of nowhere. He is smoking. That snake popped out of the water, still smoldering. Ice Cube just took an axe to its head. But is it like, I wonder if it's like um, the rattlesnake, where you, you think you kill it and you go to grab it and then that nasty motherfucker just means like, nope, sorry. Nom, 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 nom. And it's going to bite him. But that mouth was huge. Like, that mouth was, it was enormous. It was like the size of a human head. And then, plus, it opened up. Here's the great part Ice Cube, J Lo, going after it, saving the day. Who slept through the last half of the damn movie? If you guessed Eric Stoltz and his hair, you were right. His beautiful, beautiful hair. And they're all hugging each other. Here's the thing about these movies that, that where my brain goes every time. One is, if there's one, there's two. Also, what about other little poisonous assholes you got to watch out for? Like, you finally beat uh, the snake, and then in beating that one snake, what happens? Oh, that's right, you get fucked up by nine other snakes. Yeah, and they got Amazon moguls coming through, and they're like, what's up? Um, did you guys kill my big, huge friend? Holy shit. He's like, look, these guys are here. I hope they don't kill us. You need to look at them as your saviors. You need to pray to them and be like, holy, holy, hallelujah, brother. What's a happening? So, yeah. So, you got that going on. It's just surrounded by the locals. I wonder if the locals really like that they uh, they killed those um, snake, that big snake, or if that, was, um, that snake was protecting them from something else. Because sometimes your enemy is actually not your enemy. Right? Sometimes your enemy's fighting you to get you away, to scare you away. You think about like Godzilla and that whole event. Hey, Henry, what up? Shout out, dog. Uh, what if, you know, this is like a Godzilla, and in the Godzilla world, what happens? Well, what happens, right? Godzilla fights with us, but he's also scary, he's also breaking some shit. What if that was protecting you from something else, and you don't know what that protection is? Hang on, man. We're going to go down a rabbit hole, if we could, but... The movie's over. They're riding off into the sunset. And now I just want to look at a couple of things right here. Let's just go through these, um, you know, these uh, horrifying snake attacks on listverse.com. I'm going to say goodbye to you. My dog's going to see why the shit. But let's, let's hit a couple more of these, right? That one doesn't. So Carl P. Schmidt was working as a herpetologist. That's a, a snake eps, a, expert. Also had herpes. Uh, that's probably not true, but it seems like it should be, right? Uh, Chicago Zoo, Schmidt had discovered a new species of snake before, so he was excited about the possibility that it had found another new creature. Uh, while was examining the snake, it bit him. He quickly realized it was venomous. It was a venomous boom slang snake. The antivenom was only available in Africa, so he knew that he was destined to die. Good for you. Uh, Daniel Brandon. Uh, 31-year-old Daniel Brandon with a tribal tattoo on his arm. Loved to pose for Instagram with his pet African rock python. I right? talked about how nasty those motherfuckers are. And uh, the pythons are known for constricting their prey before eating. 
eating it, a person may not uh, love the idea of having a python around a swim pipe, yet Brandon did this on a regular basis. Okay, well, he's an idiot. Grant Thompson. Oh, it's a fucking cobra. Texas is one of the few states in America that allows people to own dangerous exotic pets as long as these individuals have permits. One 18-year-old Grant, many duties, was uh, transporting snakes and tarantulas in his car. The last time he pulled into a Lowe's parking lot and a cobra got out of its container. The snake bit Grant on his arm multiple times and then slithered out of the car. While the police examined the scene, they believed uh, that Grant had committed suicide because he had a history of depression. Fucking hell. Did they get the snake? It took several days for the police to find the snake, and although it was still hanging out in the Lowe's parking lot, thankfully the snake did not claim any more victims. Oh, I just, I get nervous, folks. When we read through this stuff, I get, I get nervous, and I just, I don't know what's going on, man. And it's just, snakes are just, they have that much of a grip over me. It's so crazy. Uh, Jack Redman, he's 70. You shouldn't be around anything. Devoted his free time retirement to care for his collection of 40 snakes. 24 were venomous. Great. When his wife knocked on the door to check on Redman on, the, on October 2012, she discovered his lifeless body on the floor with a snake bite from a Chinese palm viper. Get the fuck out of here. These snakes were healthy. It was clear that Mr. Redmond had known how to care for these animals. He had been studying snakes since he was a kid, so it's no strange thing. Oh, my gosh. The police considered his death suspicious, so they opened an investigation. The results of the investigation, if any, were not made public. So maybe his wife just did it. Wade Westbrook, Tennessee. We're in that Bible Belt Dancing with Snakes area. His mother had said that he was once bitten after picking up a copperhead and survived after getting the antivenom. 2011, a friend brought a venomous copperhead snake to Wade's home. The police don't believe this man was keeping the snakes as a legal pet, although snakes normally hibernate in the winter. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, you know, not surprisingly, the snake bit Wade. He didn't make it to 911, and he died. Okay, here's one with a big, long tongue. A 52-year-old father named Timothy Levins took his family camping in Missouri, otherwise known as Misery. He spotted a snake and wanted to show his teenage kids. Timothy bent over to pick up the snake, even though he had no idea what species it was, and the snake bit him. Uh, he walked back to the cabin uh, so that he could watch the snake bite. Then he took a seat on the couch and felt ill at this point. He still wasn't aware that he was bit by a copperhead. He convulsed. They called 911. He died. Uh, Fort Bragg. Great. Fort Bragg. There's nothing to brag about here other than it's uh, special forces there in uh, North Carolina. And, um, yeah, let's see here. Water moccasins. Get the fuck out of here. Water moccasins. Oh, man. Ugh. Just, you know what? Google or go to YouTube. Water moccasins mating. Just, yeah, water moccasins having sex mating. Oh, you want to you wanna go down a dark, dark road and you want to talk to Fucksville. There it is. Oh, my gosh. Water moccasins. Oof. I'm not reading the rest of that story. I don't do water moccasins. And number one, George Yancey. Let's give this the respect it's due. Uh, no one wants to use the disgusting, dirty gas station bathrooms, but one can't exactly be picky when nature calls. 35-year-old George Yancey, while traveling through Texas, oh, Yancey used the bathroom. He dropped his pants, sat down, 
in this vulnerable moment had no idea that a rattlesnake was curled up underneath his feet. When Yancey reached down to pull his pants up, the snake bit him in the hand. Rattlesnake venom begins to spread excruciating pain through the body within seconds. Swelling, blurred vision only takes 30 minutes before the venom causes permanent damage. Fortunately for George, um, Mr. Yancey helped not arrive fast enough and he died. So, hey folks, there's a happy fun podcast. So when you were thinking about how awful COVID was and everything else, you're like, Jason, can you pet me up? And you feel uncomfortable and grossed out and weirded out. What, what is that like? Well, here it is. I watch Anaconda. I tell you snake stories and my stomach twists and turns. And I literally take uh, two, three breaks because I just fucking hell, folks. It's too much for me. So with all that said, let's all laugh together as we listen to my daughter saying about the first time she took a poop by herself. Thank you all very much. I love you all very much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for just being a part of this random uh, uh, one-off and uh, all that jazz, man. I, I do greatly appreciate we got some good people booked and, and coming up. But as I travel and do stuff, I still want to put out some podcasts and let you guys know that I love you. So thank you all very much. Have a great evening, day, morning, whenever you're listening. And now it's time for the Poop Zone. Enjoy.